When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Mavericks All Access with Omaha Athletics, hosted by Anna Bellinghausen. All right, guys. Hello. Thank you guys so much for coming, supporting the Mavericks and Heard at Sports Bar. We're happy to have you here. This is our first edition for the fall season, so we have a packed show. Men's soccer, women's soccer, and volleyball as well. Of course, up here first, we've got men's soccer coach alongside Lute. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. Second year head coach, Donovan Dowling. I want to talk just about the culture that you've tried to set. Year two in the program, nothing is absolutely new at this point. You kind of had a year to get everything under your belt. What's the second year been like so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for us, uh, culture is daily. And so it's something we're, we're constantly trying to, to push, to reinforce, to build uh, day by day. Certainly it's been... Last year, I think I was the last Division One uh, coach hired in the country. So you're trying to put together a staff. You're trying to see what the team looks like. You're trying to get your travel schedule in order. <laughs> and so uh, certainly a, a lot more organized and a little less uh, fighting for breath uh, than than last year. But, you know, look, it, it's a, certainly a process for us where we want to keep getting built, getting better day by day, week by week, year by year, and, and leave it you know, for, for all these guys in Lute in their last year is, is leaving it better than they found it. And, and that's what we want to do is continue to, to outgrow year by year and keep, keep kind of moving the bar higher and higher. And Lute, for you, just as a player, having another year under your belt with the same head coach, how beneficial is that for you, just learning the schemes and learning the systems? Uh, I would say it's really beneficial because obviously uh, last year he came in new. You have to adapt when you're coaching staff. Uh, the players, we all knew each other, most of us, but uh, the coach is the one that makes us play the way we want to play. So obviously, once you get to know them, uh, it's easier for you to, to actually try and go and achieve the goals that you want to achieve, and you don't have to have that much time of adaptation. You guys are coming off a win against GCU. I'm sure that one felt good getting back at home. Coach, starting with you, what stood out to you about that one? Yeah, you might not have got me here if we would have lost that one. So uh, it, was, it was a good one for, for us. I think... I think for us, we felt like the year um, we had been playing some good stuff. So it's not like we had been playing uh, bad soccer, but we we've been finding almost comically at times ways to lose uh, matches. And so, you know, for for us, it was about putting together a 90 minute performance through our first five games. We had the lead in all five matches, but maybe found some different ways to to not hold on to that. So um, to do it in the fashion that we did. To have to come back, not to panic, um, and to kind of stay on the front foot, even though the first half I thought we did some really good stuff, um, was certainly really big for for us and almost just getting over the hump a little bit, right? And a little bit of weight off the shoulders of of getting the first one, and and now the key for us is to just keep keep with that momentum um, that I think it's something we can definitely build on uh, and keep going forward. And coach, you mentioned just putting together a full match and also having it be a comeback win. 
from the player perspective, how big was that just to know the capabilities of that team? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. I think uh, the, was, the best way we could have won yesterday was like that. Because if we go out and we win 3-0, it's kind of like, yeah, we got this. But that having to go into the locker room, having to talk to each other and be like, hey, we need to get this out. We need to, we need to figure this out. And like uh, going out and seeing everyone fighting and getting that win, it felt amazing, honestly, I have to say. Like, uh, I've never had moments like that. It's top three in college, honestly. How have you seen the, temp the chemistry just come together, coach? Yeah, I mean, I, I think to put it in perspective, we're still three weeks, three and a half weeks into the season. So you have a lot of newcomers. Guys are getting used to each other. Just really basic things. Uh, soccer is not a sport where you can call timeouts, where you have set plays, right? So, so you're learning a little bit on the fly. And so guys are still getting used to each other's natural tendencies, natural movements, how one another likes to play. We're still figuring out our best lineup, right? And what that looks like. I think a big difference from last year to this year is we feel like we have a lot more depth on our team and a lot more guys that, that can push to, to play significant roles for us. And so, um, Look, we certainly we want to be playing well now and we want to keep building, but ultimately for us, we need to be playing our best stuff come November, right, and the end of the year. And so um, it's about daily improvement for us, keep, keep growing week by week, and, and also not getting content because you get one result. We, we have to keep growing and keep pushing as a team. Lute, correct me if I'm wrong, this is your fifth year of college soccer, so you, you've been around the block. 15th yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah 15th, 15th year. I'm sure that, that, yeah. we could find some more extra years of eligibility there. <laughs> um, how have you kind of taken guys under your wing and just had that veteran presence this year? Uh, I think it's just uh, all about uh, helping the freshmen, especially, or, or the transfers to feel like they have a voice and that they what they do, it also matters. Because uh, on my early years in college, I felt like the new guys coming in, they didn't really have like a, a chance of like showing or like the older players weren't like uh, being helpful to them. So I feel like it's really important, and especially it's not about like what you do this year, it's about how you build the program for the future. And I feel like the freshmen are the guys that are going to be seniors at some point and uh, just helping them out and like helping with everything they need. Have you seen him take on that leadership role especially? Yeah, I mean, I think that's something um, that we've, we've asked the responsibility of, of Lute and a number of other um, kind of older players within our program who have been around, I, I think, one of the things anybody would say about Lute is a really good sense of maturity because he's he's been there, seen that. He's been at a few different programs. He's probably seen some really, really good stuff and, and maybe some not so good stuff. And, and so just the maturity uh, not to to know when, when our group maybe needs to be pushed further along, maybe know when we need to uh, not panic uh, is key for us. And, and so, you know, we put the onus on our on our senior and older leadership uh, and Lute is part of our leadership council that we have to, they're the ones who are taking care of the program. We talk about putting your name on the program. And so it's, it's their responsibility um, along with our staff for sure to, to help integrate the newcomers and, and help move the program along um, each and every week. Yeah, talk about being a calm presence. You have to be to be a goaltender. Uh, what kind of presence is Lute not only on the team, on the field, but also off? I, I think one, a big maturity, um, wh which is key. I mean, there's, there's been some moments where, you know, he has to be the one um, 
getting into the guys, right, and and firing us and say, no, we we need to keep pushing, we need to keep growing and and, and working harder at, at times. And there's also times of that there needs to be a, a strength and composure there uh, because I'm a big believer in energy permeates, right, uh, of, of positive energy or negative energy. And so there's times where um, he has to be the calming voice in order to just settle the group a little bit when when we needed certain situations. And so I, th- I think that experience um, helps us so much and really radiates within the team uh, certainly when he, when he speaks and, and before that it's, it's by his actions, right? We always talk about in order to lead first, you have to be the model, uh, of what it looks like day in and day out. And, and so certainly how Alute approaches training matches and, and academics in the community, which we put an equal or maybe, maybe greater value on. Um, he's getting ready to graduate. We were talking on the way here graduated with his master's in four and a half years uh, this semester. So, I mean, pretty incredible. Not too many college athletes are, are doing that. So, uh, big credit to him. How do you manage that? <laughs> uh, time management, I guess. Uh, it's pretty hard at points. I have to, I was talking with coach, like get out of training sometimes earlier, especially last year, having to run to class, being late sometimes, having to catch up with professors. But listen, like I feel it's worth it. Like at the end of the day, I want to, I want to play and I also wanted to get my studies so like I think it's just worth it it's uh, if you want it you you can do it let's go talk about defense so last year during conference play this team only allowed two goals against and there were some early blunders how did this team galvanize and find ways to be effective on defense I hope we get back to those habits right and and that's kind of the next step for us um as we go I, I think I think the more consistency a group has together, probably the more disciplined we can be within our roles and responsibilities in terms of whether it's like team and group defending and or individual habits that need it. And, and so, um, look, I, I think you find across college soccer, the deeper you go into the season when you start talking about postseason play and NCAA tournaments and Final Fours and things like that, a, the best teams keep the, keep the best defenses, right? And, and just in general, college soccer, it, it, it trends that way. And so it's certainly something that we've, um, we've grown in, I think, over the last couple of weeks, but still have a, a lot of room for, for growth within our team. So we were, we were talking uh, the next step for us needs hopefully a shutout for us as, as we go. And, you know, we figured it out last year. Um, through not a very fun week of training, if I'm being honest, right? After after a poor week, and so maybe we need one of those. Um, but I, I think I think the group is progressing. And if if we do that, like ultimately that that will take care of itself. But you've talked about building this program in certain layers, and how you're not going to be a finished product the first couple of weeks. Where do you feel like you are as a team right now, and within that program? Yeah, I, I think um, I think we've made progress in, in a lot of areas, you know, but we can't, we can't be too quick to just assume that we, we have it figured out or even things we learned last year um, automatically click and continue. You know, we still almost at times have to start from the basics of, of what we're trying to do either individually, collectively as we go. And, and I said this at the beginning is, is culture is, is daily, right? It's, it's your habits. Um, daily and so it's it's something where 
you know, sometimes there's good days, sometimes maybe not as good days. And so we want to continue progressing um, within our game, right? And within results year by year, but we can't, we try to take it as, as cliche and like corny as it sounds. We, we have to take it day by day. We have to take it game by game because that's the only way if you want to get to ultimately you know, being a, a successful team and, and postseason soccer, you, you really have to build day by day. I mean, college soccer is crazy. You get three months to, you know, build a team and, and that's it. And so you have to work quick. Sometimes you're building a boat in the middle of the ocean, um, but that's the way it's designed. So we make the best of it and, you know, hopefully keep growing throughout this fall. I would say with the team that you're around with every day, have you seen that foundation be laid just every single year that you've been here so far? Uh, I mean, obviously there have been some change because the first year that I was here, it was still uh, boat warmings last year. So obviously with the change of staff and everything, we the first year we tried to install the new culture and obviously like uh, try to still keep the team together. Uh, it, it felt a bit like we couldn't make such a big change just because it was a transition year. But this year, especially uh, now with Ken, a guy that came and helped us also this last weekend, we, we have the foundations. And I feel like uh, especially the new guys are really buying into it. And I think that's the most important part, that everyone feels that it's a strong culture and everyone puts uh, their effort into it. He was picked third in the preseason for only four teams go to the Summit League tournament come the end of the year. What are the steps do you need to see from your team to be within that top four come the end of the, end of the year? Yeah, I, I would I would hope that we would be in a good position to, to be there. You know, our, ourselves within our locker room, we, you know, like most teams, we, we have higher ambitions, you know, of, of going and winning the Summit League and, and having postseason success. And so I think for us, especially in this out-of-conference segment, if you will, until we start conference play, the, the goal for us is to see continued growth uh, game by game as we go because i said earlier we we have to be playing our best stuff you know towards the end of the season and and you saw it uh, and no better picture than our our women's program last year who um were playing some unbelievable stuff at the end of the season and you know won the summit league championship and so uh you you don't win trophies in august uh you don't lose them in august uh but of course we want to you know, we want to be able to tie together good results and, and ultimately prepare us so when we do get in those days, because the thing about conference play is everybody knows each other, right? We we know them, they know us. I think, you know, you have kind of a good idea. There's difficult road trips. I, I don't think anybody on our team likes going to Macomb, Illinois. Uh, so we're, we're happy, you know, this, this might be the last year we have to do that. So, um, but those are all the great things about college athletics of, of having to go play in those environments of those rivalry games. And, um, you know, I, I think I think if we keep progressing, we're going to be in a good spot for that. Ute, do you think about last season as motivation, losing that heartbreaker to Denver? Is that still kind of slipping your guys' mind? Oh, yeah. I mean, we wanted to win, like uh, losing to Denver or whoever team you lose in the, in the semifinal. It just feels like you've worked for a lot and then you're just so close and then you you cannot achieve it so it's obviously motivation if it's like if we're gonna be there again we're not gonna do it the same way we're, now we're gonna win so it's obviously like one of the biggest motivations that you're gonna have yeah what do you like to tell the younger guys of the team that maybe didn't experience that loss that are coming in and needing that motivation uh i will i usually tell them that i don't think that you have four years and if you don't figure it out this year you will have three more because 
it goes by really fast. I was thinking like that when I was a freshman for sure. And now it's my fifth year. I'm like, nah, these guys need to think that there is only maybe one chance. And like, you have to take it. So take every year like the last one. Now, you've been around soccer forever. How have you seen just the game change? We talked about this before the show even started, just about the transfer portal and how quickly seasons can go by and players can come and go. How have you seen that landscape evolve? Well, I think the landscape in college athletics has changed drastically. I mean, look no further than like the Pac-12 and these com- these national conferences, things like that. And even the, the the soccer in the U.S. has changed drastically. When I was growing up, there MLS was kind of just starting in 1996. There wasn't a lot of professional opportunities. Um, now the professional opportunities for for young players, whether it's college players, young American players coming out, has grown exponentially um and i think the best is yet to come when you think about the world cup coming here in 2026 and and what i think that will have the opportunity to do to to soccer in the u.s but um it's it's an ever-changing time in college athletics i I think for us we have to be fluid uh we have to be on the front foot and ready for whatever change is coming um because you have to be nimble in this day and age and and overall uh, college athletics and so luckily for us uh, we we have a fantastic administration and and I think commissioner of our our league Josh Fenton who is on that front foot and you know I I think we're seeing a lot of growth within the athletic department within the conference as well um, which is really exciting for us. Ute, I want to talk about your journey you're from Spain you had a couple stops and you get to Omaha how did how would you describe that journey for you and how you ended up here in Omaha Nebraska I mean it's been a ride I'm not gonna lie uh lots of ups and downs uh but honestly I'm just happy to be here now uh coming in here like it was gonna be my third school at the beginning I felt I'd be like what am I doing uh but honestly like uh, I'm really happy and like uh things have worked out good so far and I hope that they improve uh, and we can win uh, the conference and go farther away in the Nationals this year. Would you ever believe in Spain that you'd be playing in Omaha, Nebraska? Not at all. <laughs> and, uh, I gotta be honest, I didn't even know where Nebraska was, uh, but uh, but I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, you never know where you're gonna end up. I didn't even know uh, where I was gonna go when I went to my first school. I've been in three different states, uh, three schools, met a lot of people, it's just just a ride and uh, I encourage a lot of people that from Spain or other European countries that they don't know what to do but they want to still play and uh, study to, to come to the U.S. because I feel like college gives you that opportunity. What do you think makes Omaha so special? What's made you? The community. Yeah. Yeah. Community. Uh, yeah. I've been in other places, the other two schools and uh, you might have like a better facility here and other thing but I feel like the community here is uh, was like game changing honestly. Coach, we can ask the same question to you. I mean, year two for you, what made you want to coach at Omaha? I mean, I, I said it uh, I said it in my opening press conference is, is the people and Midwest people in general, but specifically Omaha, uh, if you take care of them and give back, they, they give back to us in tenfold. I, I think we've seen it um, in our first three matches. We've had unbelievable atmospheres at, at our games and people that have invested in and our student athletes and, and enriching their life. And, and so um, it, it's been a real joy for, for me to be able to, to come to Omaha. This is the closest I've been to my home city of Kansas City since I, I left for college. Um, and really yeah, a, a place where 
you know, we can see building a, a, a tremendous program, a long-term future with us. And, um, and that helps when you, when you work with great people. Um, and, and we truly do work with great people each and every day from, from our women's staff to our administration, to other coaches, to the community members and, and supporters that, that give us, you know, unbelievable opportunities. So uh, we're blessed to be able to come in and do it every day. And uh, we, we don't forget that. Yeah, there's, there's been so much effort on the community surrounding Omaha soccer, not only for men's, but women's and across the board for Omaha athletics. How have you seen and felt that support across campus? Uh, great, honestly. Like the other day at the home opening, all the students coming in. Uh, a lot of people like uh, sometimes getting stopped by random students that just uh, be like, hey, I saw you the other day at the game or even at class. Uh, like, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, you don't feel like you're being observed, but at the same time, like they, they know you. you, they know that you play for the athletics and also that gives you some responsibility because you have to uh, obviously uh, behave in a certain way or like carry the team in a certain way too. Lute coach, before we wrap up, let's talk expectations, goals for the season, finishing up non-conference play. Where would you say those are and come the end of the year, where would you want to be? I think anytime we come into the season, the, the the goals and standards have to be to win and, and win trophies. You know, if, if we're not, if we're not here to win trophies, then we're, we're probably in the wrong spot um, for what we're trying to do. So we set very, very high expectations for, for ourselves and, and our group. Um, and we set our goals together as, as a team and it's kind of given us the direction to where we want to get to. Um, I think for us and for any team, we're still a long way in order to, to get those, and, and you should be right now. Um, but the great thing for us, and, and maybe a couple slip-ups early, is the good things that losses give you is they give you feedback uh, of where you need to grow, where you need to improve. And I, I think we've seen consistent growth from our team week by week, uh, but our best is, is still definitely yet to come. Uh, and hopefully the fans, is, as they continue to come out, will see a better and better product on the field week by week, game by game. Um, and if we do that, we take care of the daily details, the, the results the results will take care of themselves. Lute, for you? Uh, I mean, I agree. Like, uh, at the end of the day, yeah, we want to play good. You want to score goals. Uh, but what matters is at the end is winning. And uh, we want to win. We set up that expectations, uh, and I personally, I want to get a ring before I finally leave college. So yeah, I mean, uh, we all know that. We all as a team want the same thing. And now, Scott said, having these like kind of losses or failures at the beginning gives you experience and feedback. And especially they teach you that you have to compete. Um, but now we know, and I feel like having it earlier in the season, it also tells you like, hey, you kind of like sleep. You, you have to go for it. So yeah, I mean, win it. Well, the road to the ring starts right about now. Coach Lute, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll have women's soccer up next. So I'll take a short break. Good luck the rest of the season. We can't wait to watch it. Awesome. Thank Go you Mavs. so much. Yeah. Thank you for having us. <laughs>